0: Shalom. All praises, glory, and honor to Awa Nawah Yahweh Bahashem Yahweh Shai. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is nigh. This is a lesson going into loneliness. Now, since some of you who are new to the faith are understanding and knowing that modern Christianity was used as a tool. To not only keep us ignorant, but to divide us spiritually from those who truly love the Lord and who are of his elect and remnant. You have all these different denominations, you know, all stemming from Roman Catholicism. And now because you have come into the understanding and you have repented, you have received the gift of the Holy Spirit, the Rekakwadash, which dwells within you, you'll find out that the world truly hates you. The Lord told us if it hated him, it would hate us. So because we're not of this world, the world will hate us, and you'll have situations where family, friends, coworkers, neighbors, even people that you're acquainted with, associates, will distance themselves away from you so you will you know for the most part experience loneliness isolation and it's really spiritually meant to uh, make you stronger but also the adversary the enemy the wicked the devil the spiritual demon satan along with his children who his spirit dwells within will use tactics to make you feel as if you're alone as if uh, you have no support. And one of his tactics is, even with the Internet, they will use what's known as shadow banning, banning people away from the content that's used to uplift and edify. You even had uh, J. Edgar Hoover, who was over the FBI, that said that he wanted to stop the rise of a black messiah. And what they did was they used slander, lies, you know, defamation, and even to the point they had um, used assassinations to get rid of black, uh, as they call radicals, but these were black folks that wanted to help their own people. This country only operates out of destabilizing us as a people, so you'll have even Situations like that where the powers that be will use citizens, will use Freemasons and Luciferians, people that are involved in the, um, the cult, witch covens, you know, secret societies, and uh, what's the other group? The, um, the Jesuits who are directly connected to the Vatican these shadowy groups are watching God's people and so they will use their satanic you know system their satanic networks to come against God's elect to the point where they will create dossiers use slander lies will use the government to label you a terrorist And that's meant to what? To isolate you and to get people to turn against you. And for the most part, those that are weak-minded, those that don't know the Lord's word, those that follow a multitude to do evil will partake in your persecution. So you will experience loneliness, you know, isolation, and people will distance or depart uh, from your company. But the Lord told us throughout the scriptures that you're blessed when people will, you know, uh, go against you and turn their backs, you know, on you. So I would like to read some scriptures and words of encouragement for those that's dealing with loneliness. <clears throat> you know, maybe you're, um, you know, uh, in a relationship and the relationship Uh, pretty much turned sour and the person left you whether you you know whether it's because you believe in the truth or or it's things about the relationship that wasn't right you know maybe the person is being unfaithful or using you for your money you know or you know if you're a woman the man is using you just for your body and not taking care of you uh in the, in the classic sense of a traditional biblical marriage. You know, if you're a, a woman that's just giving your body and you a jump off, uh, you, he should uh, be wifing you or at least you should have concubine status. You know, if you're a, a woman that, uh, you know, that's doing your best to live a, a righteous life, Uh, You can't be sleeping around with different guys. Some of you women out there are doing that. You're getting with men and you're just using all kind of different men because you've grown hateful. And so now you feel that you can use whatever uh, resources, you know, that you have available, you know, your body, your charm, you know, uh, even some of your influence or status. To uh, to lure men, which is wicked. So, you know wh- whether the situation is is uh you're in a relationship or it's family that's turning against you because you have uh, heard the words of Yahweh Yahweh Shai. You have spiritual ears to hear and spiritual eyes to see, and the Lord is, you know, pretty much refining you and those that are still in darkness they're not going to like the light so they will in so many words uh use uh tactics against you try, try to make you feel like you're uh not important or that you're crazy and uh and and will do things to uh leave you out And when that happens, you know, all you can do is pray for them, but you stand strong. You don't allow the devil, which is working through them, to uh, get you to go back to your old ways. You know, going back to eating pork and celebrating those demonic holidays, you know, not keeping the Sabbath, and and uh, basically believing in uh, plantation Christianity, <clears throat> which was used and is used to destroy our people spiritually to keep our people in in spiritual darkness and to keep our people uh as those dry bones with no life no no uh spirit no no uh no breath of life which is the holy spirit that's what the uh the modern christianity mindset uh thinks you know, the opposite of what's right. They tell you that the laws are done away with. They tell you uh, just a bastardized version of how we're supposed to live. It's hypocrisy overall, what they teach. So, you know, you're not going to have uh, an easy walk. You know, the Lord said that. When you serve him, prepare your soul for temptation. And also, this is the straight and narrow road. So that straight and narrow road is going to be persecution, affliction, chastisement, loneliness, isolation, you know. And you have to have faith. Pray for more faith. So we get comfort through the scriptures. So I'm going to read, you know, again, some scriptures. And I hope it's edifying to those that's uh, listening because all of our ancestors, you know, the patriarchs, you know, our fathers in the past, they dealt with the things that we're dealing with. They dealt with being ostracized and and, uh, people turning against them and to the point where they were being persecuted, even some uh, lost their lives for the gospel, they were they were persecuted for righteousness' sake. So that's a uh, first start with Psalm. Actually, let's start with uh Hold on. Psalm twenty-five, verse sixteen, because King David he was being. Persecuted, although uh, he sinned and he did a uh, something that was uh, in the laws worthy of death. But the Lord had mercy upon him. He was given the sure mercies or tender mercies of David. He was forgiven, but nonetheless, he did have uh, trouble. The Lord uh, judged him and and and. He had uh, problems after that, you know, even within his his own household, as the Lord told him. He had had his son, Absalom, uh, raise up against him, and, you know, he had uh, affliction. So in this prayer, David is uh, grieving, you know. So here we go. It says, uh, turn to me and be gracious to me. So he's asking the Lord to turn to him and be gracious. It says, For I am lonely and afflicted. So David, he was he was lonely. Everybody fled. They turned their backs on him. He was a laughing stock. People mocked him and they made songs about him. He was mistreated. Now here it is, he's a man after the most high's own heart. And he was going through these things. He says, and lonely and afflicted. So he was being afflicted. He was being punished. He was being persecuted. The Heavenly Father was judging him, but yet the people, they showed no mercy. They ridiculed him. So he asked the Lord to turn to him because he was lonely and afflicted. See, the Israelites as a nation, we're a social tribe of people. You know, you have the 12 tribes, and, and within the 12 tribes, the Lord told us to gather ourselves. That's why Esau, he's been really effective in keeping our people divided, because our people don't have a sense of community. They don't have a sense of togetherness. That's why the Lord told us to gather ourselves together, Oh, gather Together, O nation, not desired, because we're not de- we're not desired in this kingdom. They don't like us. They hate us. So they'll use the wicked of our people to keep us divided. They'll use, you know, uh, the base of our communities to afflict and persecute us. That's why with the music, is it's such a. a, a evil and wicked satanic uh, a message coming from it 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 only divides us you know the women are thoughts you know and they have no shame. Scripture says a shameless woman shall be counted as a dog you know and the and the women are teaching the young women and the girls to be thoughts. Which destroys our nation. You have the men that are t- teaching the other men to be what? To be sorcerers, drug dealers. That's sorcery. To be materialistic and love money. That's idolatry. So they're teaching the young men and the boys t- to be uh, degenerates, to be infidels, non believers. So that's all by design to to, uh, create uh, a generation or generations of male and females to self-destruct through the music, through the food, you know, through the wicked uh, philosophy of Christianity and, and believing in this social, economic, and political system. But when you come out of that slumber and that sleep, uh, they're going to uh, apply the pressure and try to get you to give up, to try to discourage you with the uh, shadow banning. When they do that uh, to my accounts, you know, like uh, in, on Facebook or, you know, Instagram or YouTube, that's meant to discourage me. You know, I get uh, sometimes messages from brothers who said, I never got your notification whenever I do a live stream. That's meant to keep people away uh, from the message and to try to discourage me from uh, preaching, which is uh, wicked. And as the Lord allow, I'm going to keep spreading this gospel to the best of my ability. You know, so the more they um, do what they're doing, the, the more I know I'm being effective. The more I know that as they come against me, the, the more I'm doing what's right. So that's why they keep, you know, some of you out there uh, uh, away or whether it be through the lies to slander or them uh, messing with the uh, computer, the algorithms, you know. It's been times where I've actually sent comments to people and I saw the comments disappear right in front of my eyes. That's meant to to keep people away from me where I can't communicate with them. That's what this devil would do. But the scriptures tell us that the words of Yahweh will not return void. So, although they're doing these things, it's all in vain, because I'm I'm just uh, a, a a small part of the Lord's uh, equation. There's many members. So here's another one. Hold on. Bear with me. It's so many. Just edifying scriptures. So this is Psalm 38 and 11. Some of you. Or, or you know or experiencing this. It says my friends and companions avoid me because of my wounds. So you might have f- uh, friends and, and companions or associates. they'll flee. They'll avoid you because of whatever you're going through. It could be financial situation. They know that you're uh, you know uh, without money or you might be in between jobs. You might have car trouble, you know. Now, when you had it, when you had money, when you had things, you know, those people were hanging around you. But now that, you know, you're uh, being uh, afflicted and you're, you know, you're basically wounded, those people are avoiding you. Those are fair-weather friends. When you're being persecuted... Uh, people will flee. If you're a brother or sister that's a, a targeted individual, you you notice that. You understand that uh, all the people that you knew before the government came against you, uh, these people were around. But because they listened to the lies and the slander and the power of the U.S. government to lie and to come against you, because uh, people were fearful... Uh, then they're gonna they're gonna scatter. Although you haven't done nothing wrong, because they have the power and the authority, whatever they say uh, is right, even though they're liars, even though they're not telling the truth. But but because they have the authority uh, to do uh, whatever they want, then people will turn against you and actually be involved in the persecution. Nothing new under the sun. It was the Roman government that was going against the disciples. But they trusted in the Lord. So we trust in the Lord. No matter what these people say. Because we know in our hearts that what they're doing is not right. It says, my neighbors stay far away. So when you're being persecuted, when you're being afflicted, people come against you, your neighbors or family, friends, they're going to stay far away. They don't want no parts of it. That's why people that are being tortured with directed energy weapons and having people stalk and harass them uh, get no help because the very people that... We're supposed to uh, stand up for them and help them. They they stay far away. Even those that are in power, that know uh, U.S. citizens are being uh, victimized, they stay far away. They're not going to help. That's why we look to the Lord to help us. We don't look for an individual or an organization to help because they're not. They can't. Let's read uh, Psalm 142 and 4. This is what David was going through. He was being persecuted. He 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 to the point had to hide. He was in isolation. He, I think he was in a cave, and that that's one of or one of the places that the prophets would hide. They would hide in caves when they were being persecuted. Psalm 142, verse 4. Look and see, there is no one at my right hand. No one is concerned for me. I have no refuge. See, the the right hand represents strength. No one was with power was taken up for him. You know, he had an army, King David, but no one uh, took up for him. No one is concerned for me. No nobody cared. I have no refuge. No one cares for my life. Do you see what King David was going through? He had no refuge. He had no place to go. And no one cared or took concern for his life. You might be dealing with that now. You have no refuge. You might be homeless. You might have had people come against you to uh, destroy your opportunities. You might have had a business, a job, you know, a a decent-paying job. You might have had a family you might have a home, apartment, a car, and all of that uh, was taken away. Hold on, let me see if this is recording. Because uh, the last broadcast I did, um, it didn't take, it didn't record. I lost a, a good lesson that was going into this topic. So who do you get comfort from? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is what comforts you. And you comfort through the scriptures. That will give you uh, faith and hope. Psalm 27 verse 10. Notice I'm reading out the psalm. These were songs by King David. But these were prophetic. Prophetic. In uh, edifying uh, chapters and verses, Psalm twenty-seven, verse ten: Even if my father and my mother abandon me, the Lord will hold me close. So, although your father or your mother may have abandoned you, the Lord will hold you close because you're broken-hearted. You have a broken and contrite heart. The Lord will humble us. Take everything away. Our friends, our family. Uh, you know, uh, you know, money. All kind of things. The Lord will will take away to get our attention. You know, will will you know pretty much take the. Uh, the distractions away. And it don't necessarily mean that it'll be physically taken away, but certain situations think things may change, the dynamic of the family structure may change. But nonetheless, in order to do that, give us situations uh, that will pretty much be um, Shocking to our to our system. It could be persecution. It could be affliction. It could be chastisement. It could be a number of things, which will cause us to think, and and pretty much uh, examine ourselves in our ways to humble us, which brings forth repentance, repenting, putting down. Whatever sin that's uh, holding you back, and not to say that you're not going to sin, but you're more aware, and the Lord have given you the spirit of humility and the and the uh, the spirit to uh, of uh, to grieve, to lament, which brings on repentance. Turning uh, from whatever sin that you're dealing with, turning away from it. Psalm thirty-four, verse eighteen: The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and rescues those that those whose spirits are crushed. So the Lord will hold you close, and he's near and close to those that have broken heart, those with a broken and contrite heart. Psalm 147, verse 3, he heals the brokenhearted and bandages their wounds. So while the Lord is close to you, he's going to heal you. He's going to heal your heart, give you the strength and the spirit to get through whatever you're going through, which makes you stronger, because Persecution, it uh, builds patience and faith and hope, give you endurance. That's why the Lord tells us to prove a friend. Because those very people that you call day ones, when When the shit hits the fan, those people will scatter. You know they uh, will, will turn against you and even at you know certain situations will side with your enemies. Family will do that <laughs> So this is in a book of uh Ecclesiastes also known as Sirach. Chapter 6 verse 7 My allergies are acting up. Forgive me for the the horn solo. <laughs> it says if thou wouldest get a friend prove Him first and be not hasty to credit him. So the Lord wants us to prove a friend and don't be hasty to give him credit, you know, or her. If you know somebody for the you know, you meet them for the first time, you're supposed to prove them to be worthy of being your friend because they could be in your life or you know something temporary, or they could have nefarious purposes. They could be an agent. They could be a, a fake friend, a honeypot. You brothers out there that's in the truth, or, or a man with uh, influence, you prove uh, uh, that woman, she could be in your life and could be an agent. She could be somebody there to try to... Uh, Get information from you, especially if you have a a, a level of importance. She could be doing a, a, a Delilah, trying to get information to destroy you and to side with your enemies. So don't be hasty to credit, you know, the person, you know. That's what happens to a lot of these entertainers and and. um you know, famous people out there to get those new people, those hangers on. And um, they'll disregard their old friends and they'll start to act brand new. And they'll get with new people and those people will leech off of them. And when the that famous person is no longer um, hot or popping, you know, uh, then the people will leave. They'll flee. They'll do like they did MC Hammer. When Hammer started getting all... When Hammer had all those financial problems, all those people that he was helping out, they left him. And then you have situations where people had friends that uh, try to hold them back or they were jealous they were they were jealous of that person's success and probably set them up you know you even had situations where people's friends have gotten them killed got them set up got them lined up so you have to prove a friend. And don't be hasty to credit them. That's something that you really have to be cautious of, you know, because at times, you you know, you could appreciate the friendship and you you like to point out their good points. But don't be so hasty to do that because they'll they'll take advantage of that and think that you're easy and think that you could be played, that you're gullible and then uh, watch out for people that will give you too many compliments cuz that's fake too. Trying to butter you up. That's why the Lord says that it's, it's you know better to be alone than, you know, to deal with strife or drama. Use whatever is happening uh, to your advantage. This devil wants to create a situation where he's trying to get people uh, to turn against you. Use that opportunity uh, to uh, work on yourself and get things done. Start, Start doing things to improve yourself. They want to isolate, you know, keep people away from you. Uh, Use that to build yourself up. Use that to become more stealthy. So you you don't have uh, people trying to hold you back. And you'll notice that when it happened, then, then they'll start, whether it be the spiritual demon, Satan... Or, or his children or try to put people or plant people in your life to try to slow you down. Especially when you're making progress. Let's see. And you don't need to be around fake people. You know. They serve no purpose. They're just there to <clears throat> cause uh problems, you know, being a stumbling block. <clears throat> and I'm and uh I'm learning more and more, you know, with this internet thing, with the shadow banning and and the little games that these devils play. I let them shadow ban me because there's other ways to spread the gospel. Bible don't say that I have to just preach online. We do that to reach a more broader audience, but, you know, the the real work is, uh, is doing um uh, what the apostles did, you know they traveled you know i I went into that not too long ago doing doing uh the works of the apostles Esau he called it missionary work, you know, but using you know traditional methods to reach people because they can control this internet but you know if you're speaking to large uh, groups of people whether it be uh, in their homes or out in public or in a, in a place of worship you know that you can reach more people so I'm exploring all those options won't tell everybody was, you know, the the game plan, but the Lord is putting in my spirit to uh to uh, really uh think outside of uh this this internet cuz it's highly controlled. So this is in the book of Proverbs chapter 17 and uh verse 1. And I'll read out the uh let's see if I can get it out the uh, KJV if not okay here it is okay better is a dry morsel and quietness therewith than a house full of sacrifice with strife a wise servant shall have rule over a son over a son that causes shame and shall have part of the inheritance among the brethren so I'll read it in a, um, a newer version Let's read it out of the um, Amplified Bible. It says, Better a dry morsel of food served with quietness and peace. Hold on. Hold on. Alright, hold on. Okay, here we go. I was in the Amplified Bible. It says better is a dry morsel of food served with quietness and peace than a house full of feasting served with strife and contention. So it is better to eat a you know, your food alone. You know, if you you know, you have your own place, you're not around a bunch of people. It's better to have that, even though the scriptures tell us to fellowship, but if you're around a whole bunch of people in a house to feast and a whole bunch of people there, you feel uncomfortable and it's strife and contention, it's better for you to eat alone. It says a wise servant will rule over the unworthy son who acts shamefully and brings disgrace to the family. And the worthy servant shall share in the inheritance among the brothers. So I'll read that again. It says a wise servant will rule over the unworthy son. So you got to rule over an unworthy son who acts shamefully or they disgrace their family. It says, and a worthy servant will share in the inheritance among the brothers. So a worthy servant will share his inheritance. You got families uh, that will argue and fight over an inheritance, the the uh, f- parent or whatever, for whatever reason, will decide to give that inheritance to that one child or the other, you know, or their favorites, or it might have been a situation where the, the other brothers or sisters was acting janky, you know, but a worthy servant will share his inheritance among the brothers, you know. And that, that could include those that have property. Those that have substance but they don't want to help their brothers. They don't want to help their sisters. You know, you could be in a situation where you were in a congregation. You have substance but you don't want to help nobody. You're not wise because you're, you're, you're uh, hoarding what God gave you. You know, and that's only in certain situations. You don't you have to know who to help and who not to help. You're not going to share your inheritance with somebody that will destroy with, with what was given to you. You know, you, you share your land with, a, with someone that's doing dirt where the powers that be can take your land because they were doing wicked stuff on your property. So let's go into the Beatitudes because that was the scripture that I brought out in the last broadcast going into when people will separate themselves from you. They won't even salute you. Because they're in a specific camp, school, or church. You don't even exist to them because you're not labeled out of one of the groups the Lord calls those kind of people hypocrites you can salute only your brethren but you can't salute someone that you know you might not like because you're not you know down with them so actually let's get that first and then we'll go into the Beatitudes See the wicked Pharisees and the scribes. They were in groups. They were in sects. Sects. That's S E C T S. Sects. They were in a specific group, and they only cared about their own. See the Messiah. He wasn't involved. He was uh, in that. He wasn't in that kind of crowd. He was outside of the crowd, you know. That's why they looked at him as an agitator or an outsider. Here it is, he's the son of God, but because he wasn't involved in, in the, um, the, what you call the, the cliques, the groups, they, they, they looked down on him. So some of you brothers and sisters might be experiencing that, trying to figure out uh, a place to fellowship because you have it in your spirit. All of us have it in our spirit to fellowship. But the Lord have us in situations where it's, it's just not happening. And so we have to just continue to uh, serve the Lord at the best of our ability. You know, at times uh, we can become uh, lonely not having fellowship. King David was lonely you know the prophets you know well King David he was a king but he was also a prophet too but I'm talking about the other prophets they were lonely too there were situations where they would be where where they were being ostracized but when it happens you're actually blessed let's see. So this is in the book of uh, Matthew, chapter five. Um, fur- further, uh, further down the, the the verses, but we'll we'll go up to um, the uh, beatitudes after this, uh, sc- after these scriptures. So we'll start at Matthew chapter five, and we'll start at forty four. This is how we are to deal with our enemies. Now, this is talking about the enemies of Israel. This is not talking about the heathens. We just, This don't apply to them because they're wicked and they're our enemies. They get no love. You don't, you know, show love to someone that's trying to kill you, that's coming against you. I don't care who it is. If they're a heathen of another nation... Um, you know, this uh, applies to, you know, loving your enemies. This only uh, only applies to Israel. This only apply to the other nations. It says, but I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you. So you're to love the enemies of your nation and bless those that curse you. It says, do good to them that hate you and pray for them which despitefully use you. So the Lord told us to do good to them that hate us and pray for those that are using us. You got people out there that want to use us for our money, you know, or our time, attention. You know, you got women out there that use brothers for their uh, attention. They get attention. They say, uh, you know, those brothers from the, uh, you know, the high, what they call, when they go into high value and all of that, They talk about how your attention is the most valuable thing that you have. So it's nothing worse than giving your attention to an unworthy woman that don't deserve it. She's just using you so she can feel good about herself. And when she's done draining you for your attention, she'll move on. They're vampires. Energy vampires. Because they're narcissistic, they you know they they only care about their looks and and getting attention from men because they never really truly uh, got honest attention you know whether it be they got daddy issues or whatever like that they never got it so they're always chasing you know to be validated and the bible talks about how people will be lovers of themselves that's a part of that scripture is people love themselves they They're on Instagram. They're taking all of these pictures, all these thirst traps, you women out there that's taking photos, showing your breast, your butt. You talk about how you're doing it for yourself. That's BS. You're doing it for attention. You want people to notice you. And then when you get men that you don't perceive as high-value or someone that you perceive as good-looking or handsome, you ghost them. You ignore them. But the one man that you like, you don't, you don't, uh, get attention from because he, he's, uh, on his purpose. He's not concerned about trying to make you feel good about yourself. You should already do that within yourself. So he's chasing his purpose, even though some of them, they're focusing on money or focusing on making themselves look good. Overall is they're not giving you the attention that you want. So you, you'll chase that dude, but then the the simp that's giving you the time, the attention, and even money, he's just a, a someone that you can monkey branch. You know, keep him around for however how long, and then you uh, you move on to the next simp. That's the dating world, you know. And the Lord, he's gonna he's gonna judge those kind of women, and judge men who are just using uh, women for their bodies. You don't care about them. You're not trying to wife them up. You know, <clears throat> you're just screwing them, and you're not, you're not uh, trying to, as the, <laughs> they say in that movie, uh, oh, brother, where art thou trying not trying to make her bona fide? Because a lot of these women, they could actually uh, be a, a, either a wife or, or, you know, a second wife or, you know, when it's come to polygyny. You could wife them up, or she could be your concubine, which is, you know, a lesser light, uh, lesser wife. You know, you you're, you basically want to, you know, she's just used to, you know, satisfy you sexually, but she's not a jump-off. She, You know, you're taking care of her, you're helping her, and she has to be faithful to you. But where are you going to find that? <laughs> she has to be a, a righteous uh, concubine. She can't be no thought, because all she'll do is um, use you, use your money, and then she can have an, an, you know, have another man. You know, so even with having multiple wives or even concubines, the Lord have a specific way how that's supposed to go. Because King David had wives and he had concubines. This is not something that's wicked or evil or foreign. This is how the righteous men of the Most High operated in their relationships. Now some of them went off like um, Solomon, where he had too many, which turned his heart from the Lord, because he started worshiping the heathens. Uh, you know the his wives, he started worshiping their gods, you know, which was his sin, you know, idolatry. Yet and still, you know, him having, uh. Those kind of uh, arrangements wasn't a problem, because here it is—you know—he's the wisest man to ever live, so he he had the uh, you know the the finance, you know, he's rich, you know, he had the he had the situ, you know the, uh, the the resources to deal with it. But even him being the wisest man, even fell short, because the Bible talks about how a woman can destroy kings. So, you know, some of you brothers out there that's, you know, lonely, you got to be very careful getting with uh, these women out here because they're evil. They're just straight out evil. No other way around it. They will set you up, you know. Will, you know, play with your heart. Because these, you know, these women out here, they, they know that physically they can't beat a man, so they use what? They use their, their intellect, their craftiness. So you got to be careful. Especially a woman that comes on too strong you got to be careful, you know, a woman like that. Because a woman, a real woman, she's going to be um, reserved. She's going to be, you know, somewhat sum- submissive, you know, as much as possible. And she's going to be uh, modest. I'm not saying that she's going to be like a librarian or whatever like that. And, you know but someone that you know that ain't going to try to do you in. So this is in the book of Proverbs, chapter 31, verse 3. Give not thy strength unto a woman. So brothers out there, don't be giving your strength to a woman. You give a woman too much power, she'll take advantage of it. She'll, She'll happily run you over, you know, treat you like a, damn doormat and won't have no pity she'll laugh man she'll she'll laugh with her friends how you're just a weak ass nigga it says nor thy ways that which destroy kings so you got women out there that will destroy uh, kings you know men out there that have wealth and finance and strength <clears throat> financially, you know, even, uh, physically, you know, uh, whether it be in the military or whatever, uh, those, your adversary will send, send a woman, will send a honeypot the same way that, um, the Philistines sent Delilah, you know, Delilah, she had to be fine, you know what I'm saying, you had, um, Samson, the strongest man, was, was, was was kicking ass, man. Could kill a thousand men with just a jawbone of a donkey, you know, or ass. And they sent a woman who was weaker than him to hem Him up, played him. So you got a, a woman that could that's using her her charm, using her beauty to destroy. Kings. That's why uh, the Bible tells us to not let's see, not hold on, let me see if I can find it. I think it's a uh, look, not uh, beauty of a woman. I think yeah, that's in Ecclesiasticus, which is also rock So now I want to let you know that this scripture is not saying that you can't look at a beautiful woman. Of course, you're a man. You're going to, you know, look at a beautiful woman, but not lustfully, meaning like. You're not going to do that to a, a married woman. You're not going to do that. The the Lord will jack you up. You do not want to commit adultery. You don't want to be uh, going out with a, a married woman and all of that. That's going off. You don't never want to do that. But the Bible tells us, turn away thine eye. Uh, let me get the scriptures. This is Ecclesiasticus chapter nine, verse eight. It reads, turn away thine eye from a beautiful woman, and look not upon another's beauty. So, this is basically saying, don't give your strength to a beautiful woman where you just ogling her. You got these women out there in a the gym that'll be wearing all those tight, revealing clothes, the yoga pants that's showing their butt, you know, that's showing their uh, print, you know, the private print part. I'll just say it like that. They got the the halter tops, the showing their breast and all of that, and they're working out. And then you might have situations where the man is not even ogling or eyeing her, but she'll make accusations and actually film it, and then she'll end up becoming a mockery because people see past that BS. And then you have situations where men will, you know, stare too long. You're not supposed to do that. It says, and look not upon another's beauty, which is talking about don't be looking at another man's wife. Care how good she looked. You're not supposed to do that. You got wicked men out there that'll do that. And the Lord gonna jack you up. It says for many have been deceived. So when you do that, <clears throat> you're being deceived. It says by the beauty of a woman <clears throat> because you, you can you can literally be deceived, and that's that is like as direct as possible. Because what do women do? They wear makeup. You seen those videos of uh, these women out there painting a face got all kind of stuff they got the fake hair fake eyelashes fake eyebrows they got the uh, you know the, the makeup the contour they face they got all of these things they literally are another person which is witchcraft you know and then when that man is alone with that woman she she uh, eventually will take off her her disguise as she looks hideous. You know, and that's not to say that a person should just be focusing on a a woman's looks. But if that woman is doing all of that, she's deceiving people by her beauty because she's looking good. But then again, she's that's not how she look. Less makeup is better. You sisters out there, you don't have to paint your face like that, because to be totally honest, a lot of men don't like all of that makeup because they have enough sense to know that that's a disguise It says for herewith love is kindled as a fire so love is likened to a fire that's being kindled you know a tumultuous relationship could, could be like a damn bonfire man You've seen those situations where women fell in love and the, the man was so-called cheating and that woman would go after his what? His prized possessions, which is his car. Women were known to destroy men's cars, you know, keying them and you even had some crazy women out there. You had some crazy women out there that they end up actually setting the car on fire. Literally, you know. So you you, ha- you have to be careful. Like that movie, um, A Thin Line Between Love and Hate. Remember that? With Martin Lawrence and Lynn Whitfield. Martin Lawrence was a player. You know, he was known to, to get with women, you know, basically play with their hearts. He wanted to sleep with them. And then he just wanted to discard them. So Lynn Whitfield, she was successful. She, you know, she had her own money. She didn't have any children. She was... You know, basically alone. But she, she had a you know uh, a lifestyle where she was used to running things. So she first, you know, avoided. You know, uh, Martin Lawrence's advances and stuff like that. He tried to you know he's romancing her, trying to romance her. You know, sending her flowers to the point where he ended up getting kicked out of her uh, office because she rejected him. But then you know, she started to loosen up. And then, you know, Martin, you know, he, uh, you know, got with her and then he ended up sleeping with her. And then after that, after he, you know, he pretty much got what he wanted, he, he started to, you know, basically, uh, you know, ghost her. But the more, you know, he did that, the more she, she started chasing him. (laughs) And, uh, you got to see the movie if you haven't seen it. That, that movie came out, I think, in the early 90s. I think, yeah, I think it was in the, yeah, the early 90s or somewhere around that time. So, she, (laughs) she ended up, she basically ended up stalking him and then started, you know, destroying his, you know, his stuff. You know, she went out to his car. As a matter of fact, it's the that scene where he started filed file a restraining order, and his car his car car was parked out of the um, his car was parked in front of the police station. And man, she she broke his shit down. As he said, she broke my shit down in front of the police station. She took she took his car, took the wheels off and had them on cylinder uh, cylinder blocks you know so she she got crazy man to the point where she you know she tried to kill him so you brothers out there you got to be careful you know you know messing with uh, women's hearts man cuz some of them will snap you know and you sisters out there you you be uh, be careful as well you sitting up there trying to play men and they'll snap too you hear about that you know women will cheat Call herself being slick, and that man to find out, and end up killing her, and or uh, you know, or man that she's cheating with. So, you sisters, you gotta be careful and keep away from all that chaos. If you don't want to be with a man, you just tell them, and don't be trying to play them, because some dudes they'll they'll snap, you know, flip out. So you gotta be careful, cause you doing that. The Lord will use that situation to judge you and vice versa for you men, you know, up there messing with a, a married a woman and a husband, will, you know, send you back up to your maker. So you, you keep away from all of that, you know? So I want to, you know, go back to, um, what we were reading in the scriptures. You know? Because sometimes people do things out of desperation. You know, the Lord um, will have you going through certain situations. You know? It's a test. It's not to tempt you because the Lord don't tempt. The Lord will have you going through these series of trials, series of tests to test your faith. So one of the tests is is being uh, ostracized you know and the Lord uh, told us that when that happens you're blessed that's in the beatitude still in uh, Matthew chapter 5 So this is in the book of Matthew, chapter 5. And this is Shai, who the world calls Jesus Christ ignorantly. And so he's speaking to the large group of people. He's, you know, his voice is the sound of many waters. The Lord spoke with a loud commanding voice. And remember the Lord, he fed Multitudes of people, he spoke to multitudes of people. You know, he was um teaching, you know, schooling, giving giving the Israelites the right way, the ways of Yahweh, because he is the Son of God. So Matthew chapter five, and we'll start at verse ten. It says, Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So if you're being persecuted for righteousness' sake, you're doing your best to follow the ways of the Messiah. And if you're following someone who is following the Messiah and you're being persecuted, you're being persecuted for righteousness' sake because you have the kingdom of heaven waiting for you. The kingdom is within you, which is your mind, before that kingdom is actually built. So you you have the kingdom uh, waiting for you. It says, blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. So you're actually blessed when men will hate you to revile you and persecute you to come against you to take things away from you to uh, cause problems in your life. You have people out there that will s- slander your name, you know, what they call defamation, go behind your back spreading lies and gossip and slander. Even people that call themselves Christians are some of the main gossipers, the main tellbearers, persecuting you. But the Lord said you're blessed. It says, and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely. So they calling you all kind of horrible names, saying that you are an occult, you know, saying that you're, uh, uh, you know. And I'm giving you uh, uh, my testimony. My very own brother said that I was like David Koresh, because I believe that I'm an Israelite and he was talking about the uh the elders and all the men that's in Israel not all of them are righteous but you don't judge what other men are doing uh based off you know uh you know how should i say you don't you don't judge what other men are doing to someone else that's wicked alone to to do that you're punishing other people for other people's actions that's not right hold on All right, Salakia, so hopefully, let's see if this is still recording. This computer have been acting janky. So like I said, um, my very own brother accused me of being uh, like, like David Koresh and said I was in a cult. I'm being per- persecuted for righteousness' sake because, one, I'm not a heathen. David Koresh was a heathen too. I'm not in a cult. I'm I'm uh, basically the only one, you know. I don't have any, uh, you know, uh, you know, a, a congregation. I mean, I have an internet congregation, but these are brothers and sisters that I don't that I don't know. I I really don't know. So I I don't have a, a cult, you know, as he thinks I do and I'm not violent, you know? I don't stockpile guns. You see the lies and the slander, but the Lord said that we will be persecuted for righteousness' sake, and even our own family will turn against us. That's, that's nothing new. So the Lord said, I'm blessed because people are saying all manner of evil against, against my name falsely slandering my name a a, a man you know what you have is your name that's all you have but they're slandering the Lord you know when they're coming against us they're actually coming against the Lord he said what you do to the least of them you're doing to me so that's why it says for my sake for his what his name's sake being covered by the blood but covered by his his holy and precious and powerful name, Yahweh Shai. But the enemy you will use the ignorant and and the unbelieving uh, to go against uh the uh, the righteous. They use lies and slander to what? To destroy a good name. They they went after the Lord's good name, but now the Lord has honor and glory and power. So this is in the book of Proverbs, chapter twenty-two, verse one. A good name is is rather to be chosen than great riches. So having a good name, having having your name uh uh being spoken of. In a way where where you're uh, considered someone that's upright, that's that's better than great riches. It says in loving favor rather than silver and gold. So having uh, loving favor is is better than g- silver and gold. But when you have people to lie and slander your name, to to slander the name of Shai, because they're coming against you for His name's sake, you're actually blessed. Because it's built off a of lie. That's why I don't uh, trip off of <clears throat> what what somebody say about me. Even some of you out there that you know hear the lies and the slander, I'm not worried about that. Because I know who I am. I know who I serve. I serve Yahweh Bashim Yahweh Shai. And I know all the things that they're saying about me ain't true. I'm not a terrorist. But because these devils say that, then, you know, like they said, um, or what Hitler said, he said, or I think it was Goebbels, it was one of Hitler, either Hitler or Hitler's henchmen, said, if you tell a lie long enough, people believe it. And that's what happens. That's why they get people to turn against, you know, me and, and don't want to, you know, don't want to fellowship. And all. that's fine. That's totally fine. Because the the Lord is my strength, and I'm not alone, but the devil he wants you know make you know want me to feel like that uh that I don't have support. but I don't care about that. I don't I really don't care. It's good to fellowship. yes, you know we, we could be lonely but for this truth I'll go through what I have to go through because I want to I want to make it I want to be in the kingdom I want to see the Lord I want victory I want peace you know I want that for you I want to see my enemies uh, destroyed I want to see their downfall I want to see all the the, the the very evil and wicked people that worked against me. I want to see the Lord judge him. Rejoice and be exceeding glad for great is your reward in heaven. So the Lord said to rejoice and be exceeding glad. So when you're hated and people are persecuting you, and they're saying all manner of evil against you falsely, you're to rejoice. Be exceeding glad. I know it's grievous. I pray uh, and I cry out to the Lord. I said, Lord, destroy these people. All these people that's coming against me, destroy them. Make them stop, you know. Make their, their table a snare. i I'd I be praying the uh, prayer of, of David against his enemies. it says for great is your reward in heaven for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you so when you're being persecuted know that the prophets were persecuted uh, before you so the Lord he's going to correct those situations that's why he said it's a righteous thing where you howa, to recompense tribulation to to, uh, to them that trouble you That's why vengeance is the Lord's, but he's going to pay these people back. So this is in the book of second Thessalonians chapter one, verse six, seeing is a righteous thing with Yahweh to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you. So it is, it is a righteous thing with the heavenly father to pay these people back. Tribulation to them that trouble you. So, because they giving you tribulation, they're going to get tribulation back. You know, that's, that's a, you know, call and response, you know. What's that? The uh, What do they call that? Um, the East Indians call it karma. So whatever they're doing, you know, they call themselves giving you karma. Well, they're going to get karma back being judge, jury, executioner, not having mercy, not having, uh, uh, you know, self, uh, what's the word? Um, They're not exhibiting uh, uh, righteous judgment, you know. So because they are not giving mercy, they're not going to give mercy back. So the Lord is going to pay these people back with tribulation to those that trouble you. There's a balance, you know. Yes, you can pray for those that despitefully use you, you know, uh, bless those that curse you, you know. And then you have the, the other balance where the Lord uh, will bring judgment on these people. You have to have righteous balance, you know. There are situations where uh, God has to remove these people out your life and away from you because the Lord... He's, gonna do that. He's, gonna, he's going to do that. He's going to, he's going to judge those that's troubling you, whether you like it or not. So you know, you you want to get your uh, comfort through the Rukachodash, which is the Holy Spirit and through the scriptures this is how you get through um, you know the feeling of uh, being alone and people turning against you remember the scriptures tell us that the Lord is the one that heals us you know So this is in the book of uh, hold on this is a good one but i I want the one where it says to uh that we get comfort through the scriptures so this is and I had quoted that scripture that's in the book of Romans chapter fifteen verse four and it reads for whatsoever things were uh, uh, written aforetime were written for our learning. So the things that were written uh, in the ancient times was written for this time period now for our learning. It says that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have faith. So whatever we're going through is through the scriptures that we may have faith through patience and comfort because going through tribulation will give you What patience. So, uh, Romans five verse three. It reads. Uh, hold on. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations, also knowing that tribulation work of patience. So, when you're going through tribulation. You go through that process, you're going to gain patience. It's going to give you more uh, spiritual endurance to go through whatever you're going through. We, can be, we could be going through things for years, and it can give us th- that patience to go through something else that's going to require uh, patience. Things that I went through uh, prior to uh, me being targeted is giving me a uh, patience to deal with you know what I'm going through now at the time I didn't know it, but i- I understand now why the Lord uh, had me go through those things. let's see. Hold on. I was uh, reading. Um, let's see. I'm trying to find the. Uh, the actual. Um, page I was at. Hold on. Okay, let's see. Let me see what I If I can't find it, then that's, that's fine. So we was talking about comfort, you know, what's that? Uh, we, we went into how the, um, through the scriptures we get, through, we get comfort and then uh, tribulation work of patience. So when we're going through things and we endure it, you know, we're being perfected. We're going through those things. And you're going through whatever you're going through for a specific reason for you to gain the patience. And you get that through the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. That's what's going to give you the patience. The, the Holy Spirit. So this is in the book of uh, St. John chapter 14 verse 26. But the comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. So the Heavenly Father will send the Holy Spirit uh, to that, you know, to that person, you know, in the name of Yahweh Shai. It says he shall teach you all things. So the Holy Spirit will teach you, you know, will, will sup with you, will give you the things that you need through the Holy Spirit, through the Yahweh Shah said that he will sup with you, will be there with you. The Father will be there with you. We, uh, I, you know, I read that scripture um, uh, in the last broadcast, but when we go through these things, you know, we're, you know, you might feel alone physically and even emotionally, but spiritually, you're never alone. Where well, we're never alone. It says he shall teach you all things, which is showing us that the Holy Spirit is a masculine spirit. It says, and bring all things to your remembrance. So the Lord will bring things to your remembrance. Your, your, your spirit will, will, uh, will pretty much connect with the holy spirit and you're gonna be taught things that that a man can't teach you 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 will you will start to remember things what whatsoever i have said unto you giving you that spiritual discernment you know you're gonna you know have that what they call the spidey senses you're gonna Lord going to give you that discernment to, to, to recognize certain situations. You know, going back to what I was saying about this devil uh, playing on your loneliness, playing on the isolation to try to, you know, send people in your life that that's really meant to try to destroy you emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and physically. You know, for you brothers out there, they'll send a, a Jezebel, you know, woman, a succubus, you know, and for you brothers out there, they'll send, uh, well, did I say that? Uh, yeah, uh, uh, you brothers out there, they'll send a succubus spirit, and then uh, you women out there, they'll send an a incubus, an incubus spirit, uh, a wicked negro, a, a, a wicked uh man you know what i'm saying that that uh that'll drain you emotionally and uh just just you know just treat you in such a way that now you have such a hatred for men you know that that you'll take all of that anger and and use it to destroy men you got w- wicked women out there that will and wicked men out there that will have a, a, a disease like AIDS or HIV and they'll, you know, they'll sleep with the woman, give her AIDS, and then that woman, she'll become mad and angry and resentful and hateful towards men and purposely go out there like that wicked Negro did or whoever, go out there and, and intentionally infect men. So you got wicked spirits that's behind it. You know, again, the succubus spirit is an evil, demonic spirit that's within women that try to steal your soul, man. And then the incubus spirit is for those, you know, that is a, a demonic spirit that attacks women, even to the point where the women will get raped. You know, they'll be attacked by an evil entity, an evil spirit. So this this uh, situation, man, is, although it plays out physically, it's, it's spiritual because, remember, all these situations are happening and being led by a spirit or by spirits. So, if it's on the right hand side, it's going to be by the Rokakwadosh, the Holy Spirit. And then, if it's on the left hand side, it's going to be by the this evil spirits, the demonic spirits, legions of of evil spirits that can inhabit someone, and the the loneliness is is meant to make you what depressed, make you want to give up. You know that's what the adversary, whether the spiritual demon Satan, or his his uh, minions out there, that's because you got uh, people out there that. Uh, call themselves uh, gang stalkers well that's what is what is known as they're known as gang stalkers but these are actually people that are being paid by the state paying by paid by the government to harass and stalk people covertly and it's meant to drive people crazy or it's meant to uh, discredit the person because how can you prove a, a group of people is a uh, is going against you, but that's a conspiracy. These people are, are working in secret, working in teams and groups, and they they come against one person, and they are, they will use a series of covert tactics. It's psychological warfare. So these evil people who got demons in them, and they 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 just they're wicked. You know, I don't care if they think that they're getting rid of terrorists or working to clean up the streets. They call themselves vigilantes. They're still wicked because they're, they're still uh, a protocol spiritually, you know, by the word of Yahweh and even by this devil's constitution. There's things that you're supposed to do um, to, uh, you know, basically grant people a right for their day in court if you're accused of some. you're you're innocent until... Um, you know, until you're um, you're proven, or was it you're innocent until proven guilty? But these devils, they want to consider themselves judge, jury, and executioner. So you got these wicked ass people out there that are satanists that they know what the, they know what they're doing. That's why they hide, and they will actually have what they call suicide parties. They will drive people who are being targeted to kill themselves and these evil people actually celebrate it that's why they call it suicide parties because they've tried for months or even years to try to get the person to snap and eventually that person gave up and so now these wicked ass people celebrate you don't think the lord gonna judge each and every one of these wicked people the lord's gonna kill them he's gonna judge them he's gonna starve them out he's gonna have wild beasts to eat them He's gonna have uh the uh, the own their own wicked uh, uh, counterparts turn against them and stalk them and harass them to the point of death. So and or have people to uh you know to do all kind of horrible things to them. So the Lord will will have them to fall by their own uh, methods, you know. But you got wicked ass people out there that it. Intentionally destroy people's lives. You got people out there that are that were successful, that had businesses, and now they're alone because people worked against them, and they don't they don't know that all of a sudden, you know, their their um, their lives are turned upside down. They were successful, they had a um thrive thriving businesses. They maybe had an invention, they had a, a. family you know beautiful family you know had the wife and you know had children had a nice house and then all of a sudden they find out that all their clients is leaving them and and they don't have nothing you know that their money is dwindling and then a woman will leave them you know and uh, the children will ostracize them and don't want to have nothing to do with them and then all of a sudden now he's homeless here it is, he got degrees and a, a damn genius, but now he's living in a cardboard box. That happens. A lot of people that's on the streets, they're, they're not just people that you would consider bombs. You got some women out there that were like supermodels, and the, they, they were sent honeypots, and now their lives are destroyed. Now they're selling their box on the streets, you know, or drugged out. These people are evil satanic these these situations are not always organic these are actually satanic cults and groups that will come against you so that's why you got to be careful you brothers and sisters out there you could run across uh one of these wicked persons and they'll try to destroy your life you know they're very vindictive they have a vengeful heart you know you piss them off they might just report you and add you to a watch list, and then all of a sudden you got people stalking, harassing you, following you around, doing weirdo shit, you know, and coming against you while all they're gaslighting you and trying to make you feel like you're crazy when you know in your spirit something ain't right, you know. That's why it's, you know, if you are experiencing something weird, look up your name on truthfinder.com and benverified.com. If you find your name on a, a what they call a watch list, know that that's your proof that these people are coming against you covertly because the government, you know, ain't going to have you on a watch list and they just all of a sudden going to leave you alone. No. They're going to use the public to come against you because they ain't got no real no real right to come against you because you're not a terrorist, but they're going to use the lies and the slander And rely on the public to be vigilantes to come against you. But remember, the Lord said that when these things happen, you're blessed. So, you know, know that although the situation is grievous, that's a good sign to show that you're of the Lord's elect. You're of his remnant uh, because this world is what is going to love his own. This world hates you. Uh, Know that they hated the Messiah. Let's see how much time I got. I got a little bit more time. Um that that's uh, pretty much it. You know, I hope this was edifying to the elect and a remnant. Uh if it be the Lord's will, I want to consolidate some of my um my apps as well as my uh my uh YouTube page. I'm really trying to tighten things up, you know. I got a lot of uh, loose ends out there. And um, and I don't want to start any more new pages and no uh, new, uh, new channels because I got plenty of them. And they're, they're, some of them are inactive. So I would like to, um, again, start compiling things on this app. The Way, How It shines, The Way, The Truth, and Life, H-I-B-N, Hebrew Israelite biblical news which is this channel i would like to consolidate everything the music uh even some of the um you know the goods and services that i have on you know like the uh what you call the t-shirts um and if you got you know any kind of thing that you would like to uh Uh, Inform me about, you know, if you have a product, if you have, uh, you know, if you offer, you know, legal service or tax service, uh, you just email me at a new song is sung at ProtonMail.com. Also, if you would like to donate to this ministry, you can cash out me at a dollar sign, a new song is sung. Uh, I just feel through the spirit that I really need to bring all of this together because you know, it's it's a it's better to focus on one task, and you get more things done by doing that. So, if I got just a couple things that I'm that I'm you know bringing this gospel out with, the more work I'll be able to um, t- you know to uh, to do, because this platform for the most part isn't really being shadow banned like my YouTube page, you know. My YouTube page is it is a uh, it, it's just it's being lost, you know, by by Esau's trickery. So, you know, the Bible says when you're persecuted in one city, flee into another, even with these YouTube streets. You have to go into another city, go into a, a go into another way to spread the gospel. The Lord said when there were situations where you weren't you know, you weren't greeted. You know, you went into a city. He said, shake the dust off your feet. You know, so eventually, you know, I will consolidate my YouTube page. And uh, if, if the shadow banning, uh, you know, becomes, uh, you know, more of a problem, then I will, you know, I'll, if it be the Lord's will, uh, start put in the uh, video content which I found out I can on this app you know so there's different ways and then also um, you know what I spoke earlier what I spoke about earlier you know evangelizing and uh, actually um, uh, talking and uh, fellowship and meeting uh, other brothers and sisters out there in their homes uh, just like um, what the uh, apostles did, you know, they they uh, had the gift, a laying on the hands, you know, land. Uh, what's that? Uh, spiritual gifts of laying hands on people, you know, not not punching people, <laughs> not not what's that saying? Like these hands, <laughs> giving people these hands. No, I'm talking about the spiritual gift of laying on the hands, you know, healing. You know, that power is going to come, you know, and if it be the Lord's will, uh, whether it be me or other brothers, will have that gift. And whoever the gift is given to, the spiritual power of raising the dead, healing the sick, you know, these are, these are all signs that a man is of the Lord, you know, whether it be spiritually raising them from the dead or the actual power that's coming. So the Lord is really putting in my spirit uh, to get out there and to do his work the way that he really wants us to do this work. You know, he, he told us to, to be men of action in so many words. Faith comes by hearing, doing the words of the Lord, you know, but putting things into action through faith. Faith without works is dead. You know, you have the faith, but you have to have the works. You know, and the work extends beyond, you know, the computer, beyond YouTube uh, clips or videos, beyond radio broadcasts and podcasts. It's actually going out there doing the work because this devil, he wants us to be complacent. That old sin and, and uh, idle mind is a devil's workshop. So when we're inactive, when we're not... Uh, feeling like we're uh you know useful you know that could weigh in on your spirit and this devil been attacking me uh that way by putting stumbling blocks you know with this internet and i'm not gonna take it you know i'm not going for it no more so i'm gonna do everything i can within my power uh to uh to travel and to speak to you, brothers and sisters out there, even if I have to be on the streets, prophesying in the various uh, cities, I will do whatever I need to do to uh, do the Lord's work, you know. And that's pretty much it, you know. Hope this uh, video, I keep saying video, <laughs> I hope this um, podcast, this audio broadcast was edifying to the elect and the remnant. I want to give all praises, glory, and honor to Abba Nawah Yahweh Ba Shai Shalom.